good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. I'm joined uh, this afternoon by Pastor Stephen. Pastor Stephen, it's great to, to chat with you this afternoon on our last podcast of the year. It's good to be here, and the last, that makes it kind of sad. Yeah, we've we've tried to channel things into seasons now, and so we did a, a podcast season for the fall, and this will be our winter 2020 season ending, and then we'll start another winter 21 season at the first of the year, but it, it does seem like it's flown by. It has incredibly passed by, and i um, thankful that we can connect with people in this format as we are, and uh, I'm excited about 2021 and how God's going to work uh, through our podcast and through our online ministries and what's happening on campus to to make a difference. Yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting. But before we get to 2021, there is a, a big holiday that happens before then, and on Christmas Eve, we have been. I feel like we've been teasing people with with uh, information about Christmas Eve. But our times are officially set for Christmas Eve. We'll have services at four, five, and six p.m. Three services: four p.m., five p.m., and six p.m. But uh, there is no catch this year. But we are asking um, that people would reserve spots just to ensure safety, and that we're making sure that we're meeting all of the current CDC guidelines and our local and state requirements, and so that we can just ensure um, the safest and best worship gathering experience that we can. We know that Christmas Eve is a high volume um, attendance time. It's uh, always a special time of the year. Yeah. And by the way, I want to thank all of you that participated in our survey that we conducted. Uh, we we really wanted to have a, an idea of where uh, the numbers might be based on people's comfort levels. And because you participated in the way that you did during the survey, I think we have a good idea yeah. of what to expect. Now, we do ask, as we encourage you to make reservations, uh, if you can be flexible with some of that, we're going to try to maximize the participation in each of those times so that uh, if, as needed, we don't uh, have too many people in one service yeah. versus another. Yeah, and we've actually already launched that reservation system on our website. You can find it at northfortworth.com slash Christmas Eve, all one word. Um, you can go ahead. I guess that's the, the benefit of listening to the podcast is you get early access to the reservations. So You are ahead of the game. <laughs> you can reserve as soon as you hear this podcast. It is already live as we speak. I finished it up right before we started recording. So you can uh, get your numbers in there and uh, let us know how many people you expect. Um, and if you, uh, I know we had some people on the survey um, that we sent out Sunday that said they weren't sure uh, the total number of people yet. If you could, if you submit a reservation, go ahead and give us the total number, like the highest number that could possibly, we know that some family may not attend with you, some family may not travel, um, but give us the highest number that you can expect. That way we know for sure how many people to expect in the building. That way we can rearrange things accordingly. And uh, we so thank you if you uh, are going to mark that you're flexible on that um, reservation slot um, to switch times, because we, we do know that we're going to have people that aren't going to reserve that show up and we we definitely the the biggest fear i know um for me as as a church minister uh throughout the entire season of COVID has been are we going to have to turn someone away yeah, we don't want to send people yeah. home and and so do help us by estimating your number as accurately as possible uh honestly we can only really allow for about 150 in the worship center for each of the services and so we are going to do our very best to 
to prepare and to plan in ways to accommodate everybody yeah. that chooses to participate. Now, if we have an overwhelming response where people want to come and be a part, uh, we may go back and add the, the earlier three o'clock service. But as it stands, uh, we are planning on a service at four at five and also at six. We will also stream one of the services so that uh, if you, out of caution, uh, are wanting to participate online, uh, we've not yet determined that service yet, but we'll be giving you that information yeah. and, uh, as, as Christmas approaches. But it's, it's gonna be an encouraging time. Uh, I'm praying that through uh, the course of our Christmas Eve service that God will, will just give us a fresh appreciation of what we're celebrating. And we do hope, whether it's on campus or online, that you're going to participate with us. But obviously, we're already into the season yes. of Advent. And uh, uh, this past week was the start of week two, and our focus this week has been on peace. But we're moving even already toward week three, which is Sunday. And uh, remind me, I think the the emphasis this Sunday, Josh, is, is joy. We're going to be realizing that Christmas is supposed to... Uh, be a source of joy, and the birth of Christ is a source of joy uh, in our lives. And then uh, the Sunday leading us into Christmas itself, the theme will be on love. And so uh, I trust many of you are participating in our daily devotional readings, uh, allowing the emphases just to, to move you toward Jesus and to allow uh, your perspective on this season of the year uh, to, to be something that lifts the heart and doesn't discourage you because there's yeah. plenty out there that can discourage you. No doubt. Um, I know we talked uh, a lot uh, over the last couple of weeks about the Advent Prayer Guide and uh, just to kind of reemphasize that too, if you're listening, that's still available. You can access that. You can, um, don't feel like you uh, are, are behind. You are behind, but don't feel like you can't catch up because it's all there. Um, and you can jump right in to today's, this is, uh, this is day. Today was day four. 10. Oh, okay. I, no, no, I no. They, yeah, it's day 10. Is it day 10? Yeah, Sunday was 8. <laughs> okay, that, that's yes, right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, here we eight, are nine, doing the math in our head, yes. but it, this morning was day 10. I just keep 10. pulling up whatever's the next one. I don't really look yeah. at the date, but um, yeah, we've we've been at it. That's hard to believe that it's already been that many days. And again, but. you don't go, you don't catch up. If if you're listening to us today, you can go to our website at northfortworth.com. You can download the devotional guide, but tomorrow, just read day 11 and just follow along with this. It doesn't take you more than four or five minutes. No, uh, but the point isn't to check a box and say, well, I read my Christmas devotion. No, the point is to pause and to, to refocus your heart of faith on the Lord and say, Lord, I, I want you to affect my life. I want you to help me experience your presence in ways that, as we've been considering this week, that might bring peace within. And uh, I think every single one of us would benefit with a, a good <laughs> dose of peace during this yeah, season of the year. No doubt. So let's chat about Sunday for a minute. We know that uh, we just mentioned peace, and we're this mm -hmm. whole week we're, we're studying peace in the, with our Advent guide. Uh, so the theme this past Sunday was peace, and uh, we read from Second Thessalonians 3, um, and we'll read that here in a minute. Um, but talk to us about Sunday. Talk to us about kind of the mindset of how we need to be rediscovering peace. Well, Honestly, of the four themes uh, that we've that will cover the the span of of Advent, in my mind, it's probably this week's that is most needed uh, because of everything that's been happening in COVID. I think a lot of people are unsettled, mm. and uh, they find 
their hearts troubled by the uncertainties of what's happening. They find themselves discouraged, perhaps, because the, their circumstances are not what they would have wanted them to be yeah, no doubt. as they move into December. And, and yet, as we tried to remind the church family of on Sunday, uh, Jesus can bring peace into our lives. Even in the middle of, of a pandemic, we can discover peace that, that's generated by Jesus. And the, the key verse that, that I emphasized this past Sunday, uh, again, to me, is the perfect verse, if you think about it. it. As I expressed, I think it's the ideal Christmas prayer where Paul, as he's praying for a group of believers, expresses it this way. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. Then he adds, the Lord be with you all. Mm. I mean, Paul wants us to realize that Jesus, and incidentally, he's the Lord of peace, can direct into our minds, into our hearts, a sense of well-being that helps us cope at times with all this happening around us. But more than cope, we can actually find a sense of well-being that gives us a confidence and, a, and an expectation that we can move through this uh, regardless of all that's happening yeah. around us. And uh, as I tried to underscore, now that doesn't happen by accident. Uh, we discover this peace as we turn to Jesus and we realize that he can bring into our life that inner sense of, of, of well-being. I, I threw in the word poise this past week where you just you, you feel balanced and, and have a, a readiness of heart about what's in front of you, all of it being generated by Jesus. Now, I tried, and I, I'm interested on your part, Josh, I tried to illustrate the scope by saying, if you look at what the Bible teaches, Jesus, uh, his peace can reach into our past, it can reach into our present, and it can reach into our future. And with the past, I highlighted the idea that, you know, we all have regrets and, and mistakes and situations out of our past that can haunt us if we're not careful. Well, Jesus offers peace for that through his forgiveness. The present, I talked about just the struggles and the hardships and the, the challenges that sometimes can overwhelm us. But uh, he can bring peace to that as we hand it over to him in prayer. And obviously the future deals with, well, what does tomorrow hold? Sure. Uh, he can bring peace into our outlook. I'm wondering, Josh, on your part, I mean, of those three expressions of how Jesus can touch one's life, which one relates to you most directly? Yeah, and this is an interesting question because I don't want this to, and you know, the answer may insinuate that one is more important than the other, and it's not that at no, all. I, not I at think all. That's just which one personally, you know, which one impacts you the most, which one. And it changes from week to week. Sure, I'm sure, yeah. Um, especially in a year like this one where, where things are just crazy. I think a lot of times, though, um, you know, we talked kind of a little bit about this uh, this past Sunday in um, our, our young adult and college group that uh, I've been teaching the last few weeks. And um, I think so often with teenagers and young adults even and on into further adulthood, we, we so often are trapped in our present and trapped um, regarding our future based on what has happened in the past. 
Um, and I think sometimes we, we tend to think I can't become this or I can't look forward to this because of what I've already experienced or because of this thing, whatever it is that I've gone through in my life or these decisions that I, uh, I've been through, I've made, or these, this sin struggle that I've been involved in, in the past, I've, I've been tainted by that, you know? And I think a lot of times, especially, um, you know, as a millennial, I think sometimes that really affects how I view my present, what I'm going through right now, especially what I'll, um, what I'll earn in the future, what I'll go through in the future. So I think I think having a peace about my past, experiencing Christ right now to give me peace about my past, about what I've gone through, what I've lived, I think that is what sets up my present for peace and my future for peace as well. No, I think that's very much the case, and that's why I wanted to underscore this past Sunday that, sadly, sometimes it is our past that's yeah. the problem and it's such a transcendental it's just a it's a big thing that happens there it transcends through um the peace that we receive from our past especially because being a christian is so focused on this death to life um metaphor here that actually happens in our life i think that's such a huge key concept in how we view our present and our future um, Christ has already done this for me so that I can live in his peace that he offers me now. And the, perhaps then the most transformative aspect of Jesus' peace is for us to to realize my sin is forgiven. Yeah. And that um, he wants to bring a newness of life into my present. And it's not that my past actions are insignificant or in some way they're diminished in being serious or or whatever but instead it's the power of jesus that he wants to to genuinely uh, extend his forgiveness to me and renew who i am in the present and who i'm becoming into the future and and again uh, as you think about the christmas story i mean it he came for that reason Mm. i mean he was given the name Jesus. The name itself literally means Yahweh saves, Jesus, uh, God saves. Well, he came to save us from our sin. And and if I can accept that, and sometimes we may struggle with the acceptance that such a thing is possible, but if by faith I can accept him and through him accept his forgiveness, my heart can be flooded with peace. I can, I can appreciate that he can do something good with my life even though I made choices and yeah. decisions that in retrospect, I wish I had not. And and what a time in the past that, that Jesus brought peace to um, by his, his birth, his existence. And I think, you know, two refugees on the run for their lives, for their, their son's life, you know, uh, what a, what an image to to understand and to comprehend that the the ultimate peace that Christ offers, even through the actual narrative of of his birth um, in the time period that he came to be uh, such a. And again, if you're listening uh, today, and and again, what is troubling you the most is is a past regret. I, I would urge you, even now, that you would just say, Lord, I, I want you to forgive me and renew me and bring into my life a well-being that will allow me to be the person that you desire me to be. Um, and that's what he wants. And and again, for too many people, uh, for whatever reason, step short of truly accepting the fullness of his forgiveness. I, I pray that that will not be you today. Yeah. We 
pray that peace over you. We do. And uh, just an added comment, if I could, uh, if your struggle right now is not the past, but it is some present circumstance, it's just something happening in your life. Uh, Again, as I tried to to encourage people to do on Sunday, what you want to do even now is just take it to Jesus in prayer. Uh, Paul describes this in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. You just lift it to him. You acknowledge your fear, your struggle, your anxiety, and you, you, you will release it to him. You recognize that his intention now is to, to walk with you through this, to be yeah. the difference that's needed in the middle of this. And so just uh, as an act of faith, say, Lord, here, uh, I'm placing this upon your shoulders. I'm allowing you to assume responsibility for it. And I want you to help me now to trust you enough so that your peace can can persist within my mind. And and so, again, as we've discussed, this particular theme of all of the themes of Advent perhaps is the most needed uh, at the close of 2020. And uh, if you missed Sunday's message, I would direct you to our website at nofootworth.com. It, it might be exactly what you need to hear as you're trying to, to settle your heart and mind as, as you move further into the Christmas season. Absolutely. I know uh, if, you're, if you're listening today and you know Pastor Stephen in any regard, I know he would never uh, say this. He's a very humble man, and we're grateful to have him as our, our pastor. But um, he really shared... Um, how we can seek peace in a very unique way, I think. And I really, um, I know um, it's Tuesday and already there seems to be such an impact uh, from from how God used you Sunday to, to bring that yeah, word. I appreciate and, that. I, I felt uh, burdened, honestly, that uh, far too many of those who, who describe themselves as followers of Jesus are just kind of living just outside of his peace. And there's no reason for that. Paul's right. His peace is there for you uh, in every situation at every time. And it's really, it's our choice whether or not we're going to avail ourselves of it. And I I hope uh, that all of us are just realizing, okay, I I want the Lord uh, to lead the way, to to be the source of peace in my life. And and I, I pray that that will be the case. And, uh, of course, that's only going to move us to this Sunday where we get to talk some more <laughs> about joy. And and yet, friends, if we don't have peace, joy isn't even a possibility. It matter. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, it starts with the Lord settling our hearts. Yeah. Um, and we're also excited, I think, you know, today is Tuesday, and I feel like every week just zooms by, really, you know, it seems like just hours ago we were planning for, for last Wednesday and getting things ready for that, but we're getting ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah, is we, Wednesday. And we're having a midweek Bible study we've entitled None Like Him. We're looking at uh, the many names, titles, and descriptions of Jesus that you find in the New Testament. There are over 200. Now, I provided a, a simple reading for the month of December that highlights 50, but my goal on Wednesday nights is to look at four or five and uh, uh, join us tomorrow night at 6.30. You can think about some of the ways Jesus is described, and I'm pretty sure it will help you. You'll yeah. be strengthened because, oh, this is the person I'm following. This is the person I'm, I'm turning to. And we do have that available online if you or your family is still being uh, cautious about um, uh, getting out during 
COVID or working from home and you just don't want to risk it. We don't want to push comforts on anyone, but we are offering that online. You, you it can is just available. And uh, again, it's, it's broadcast live at 630, but you can find it uh, whether you watch on our Facebook or also on our website. You can watch it even at some other yeah. point in time as the... You can interact as, just as heavily as the ones in the room. I there think. you go. Yeah. And, and again, we're excited that we can do that. We, as we're moving into 2021, we're trying to still... Uh, be discerning about how to approach things and the best way to implement uh, just a ministry that supports folks. But right now, as we move through uh, the next couple of Wednesday nights, we want to give you an opportunity to to just focus on Jesus in a way that will bless this Christmas season. And if you have already been participating and you know someone that you could invite to, to share in that time, yeah. uh, please pass on the good word. We would love for them to, to be a part the of the link. effort. Yeah, share the link. Before we wrap up today, this wasn't on our agenda, so this will be a curveball for you, Pastor Stephen, but uh, we, we want to, uh, just as we're entering the Christmas season, we did last week, we talked about some of our favorite uh, Christmas traditions, maybe a favorite Christmas memory, that kind of thing. Um, let's talk about gifts uh, this this week. What's What has been uh, your, your favorite or maybe most meaningful gift that you've received? Can you recall a a gift or a Christmas where you received something that just was well, great. the gift that going back to my teenage years that I marvel that my parents gave me was of all things a drum set. Hey, now, think about that. Uh, they gave me an instrument of noise <laughs> that uh, would fill the hallways, and uh, I had asked for one, and and I guess I don't know. Maybe I was thirteen at the time. And out of the goodness of my parents' heart, uh, they they refused to, to show better judgment, and they gave me a drum set for <laughs> Christmas. Now, again, I've, I've received so many gifts over the years that have been a blessing to me, but I think that testified to my parents' love <laughs> in a way that now as a, a parent and a grandparent, I've come to more fully understand. And so, yeah, that would be the gift that, that uh, looking back, I still have to marvel that my parents were willing to yeah. buy that what about you um man i i i really was thinking about this today and i, I i've had a lot of favorite gifts and those are all you know i could say a favorite thing that i've i've got sure. but uh I, I think i'm gonna go with most meaningful instead of favorite um well, those so can you be changed separate. the those, question those can be so well, i asked favorite or meaningful i think uh th those can be i don't know this is such a hard question i shouldn't have asked it because i know it's a hard question but i think and this will be i don't know this will be sappy maybe i'm not sure but um i think i was you know 10 to 12 in that range i think um and i'm not sure what you know really was the it may have just been to teach uh, me and my sister a lesson. It really might have been what it was, but uh, um, but I, you know, my parents. It could have been just a, a financially off year, but um, my parents um, gave us Christmas cards that year that had um, not a receipt, but just a like a gift um, recognition, I guess, mm -hmm. from Samaritan's Purse and. Uh, my parents, I'm not sure what they got my sister, but I know my parents had purchased um, a dairy goat, a nanny goat for a village. Um, and I can't remember for the life of me. I've got to go look back through my so stuff. So you got a goat for Christmas. I got a goat for Christmas. I never got to see the goat, but I remember thinking that year, um, I think because I didn't quite understand it, I remember thinking, this is just a 
you know, I wanted to, I want to give for me. And uh, right. I remember the Lord, you know, used that well into my high school years and early college years to teach me that um, Christmas is far more about giving and what's been given to us than well, receiving. And, it embodied in Jesus is the act of, of love and the coming yeah. and, and the giving of himself and the start of that journey, of course, began in Bethlehem. And, and yeah, I think the most beautiful uh, examples of the true season of Christmas is, is when you see a person act in that kind of way where they're, they're wanting through the giving yeah. of their time or of their money or of their resources to, to truly touch the life of another person. I, I mentioned my childhood. I remember one year, uh, mom and dad gave me an electric train set, uh, which I had asked for. And, uh, and regrettably, I guess at Christmas Day, I, I broke the thing. I mean, oh, I, wow. you know, the electric track has to be fit, fitted tightly together or the current doesn't right, right. work. And I, I, I had day one, I messed it up. And, and uh, the very next day, my dad, I remember, I still remember this rather vividly, he, uh, took me and we began to scour various places the, the day after Christmas just to find a part where where my my train set could work and uh, you know looking back now uh, I think my heart's most affected by the fact my dad spent that morning scurrying around trying to respond to the need of his son uh, then the fact that I had a working train set it was it was the act on his part to, to, to just respond to the need. And again, that's the beauty of Christmas, isn't it? We, we look for ways, as Jesus modeled, how we might in love respond to the needs that are there. And that's what brings, I think, beauty to Christmas. Yeah. Love that. Well, church, we are excited for so many things that are happening, and I hope uh, you've enjoyed today's episode. Like we said at the beginning of our uh, session, this is the last podcast of 2020. We will catch you back um, at the beginning of the year. Hopefully that first week there when we're back in the office, we'll we'll launch a podcast, and um, we'll be hoping to to find some fresh ways to maybe engage with people or to engage with you during during the next season of our podcast. But you can always reach us, uh, podcast at northfortworth.com. We'll definitely receive your comments your emails there as we prepare for uh, the next season of podcasts but um, we hope to see you tomorrow night and then again uh, Sunday like I said earlier if you're listening now you have early access to the reservations so be sure and get those in for Christmas Eve so that you and your family can um, for sure have um, a spot at at the service that you'd be most preferable to attend so um, be sure to get those in on our website northfortworth.com slash Christmas Eve but as always we thank you for listening today have a great day